Hey everybody, welcome to my podcast. My name is Fernando, everybody calls me Fernie, and I am a professional psychic medium and spiritual teacher. And on today's episode, we are going to discuss the difference between channeling, spirit energy, and possession. Because a lot of people have some interesting ideas for what spirit channeling is, what possession is, and um, anything to do with that. Now, this topic might sound a little scary, um, and it can sound a little intimidating. Trust me, it is not. It actually is pretty basic and down-to-earth. So um, I did want to cover that, though, because a lot of people get so scared these days, and they they watch too much TV, Um, they watch haunted movies, movies about hauntings and possession. And, you know, you've got like the, the exorcist that came out and then came out again. And people have a lot of ideas for what possession is and um, they don't really understand it. So I want to go back a little bit to when I first began channeling um, spiritual energy or, or spirit energy, because uh, the moment that that occurred is not exactly what I had expected or what I thought was going to take place. So when I had first started channeling spirit energy, this was back when I had just started doing psychic readings. And uh, I, I had people who would call me up at home and I would do a reading for them over the phone. And then, um, you know, I'd just you know, answer their questions as well. And I would do that. Um, I, during the day, I would go to work as a telemarketer. And then after I'd get off of work, I'd take the bus home, go home. And then there'd be people starting to call wanting readings. So that's pretty much how it all started up. Um, and I remember that first day I went home and I had people calling me. My mom was like, there are a bunch of people calling you and I, they keep wanting readings. I don't know what they're asking for. And I said, oh, okay, well, and I explained it to her and, and all of that. But um, back then I would just, you know, tune into people's energy field and then I would just like tell them what I saw, what I saw for them, whatever came to mind is whatever I would share with them. And it was a very, it was a lot less structured. My readings back then were way, way um, less structured. So they didn't really have this, the, the structure I have now, which is I talk about everything from like your love life and your health and your finances and career and work and all of that. So um, back then I would just, you know, pick a topic or pick an area that would come up for me the strongest. And then I would just kind of talk about that for a few minutes and share what I got. And that's pretty much how I did it. And um, this one woman had called me. And back then, I didn't—I honestly didn't um, really fully understand mediums. I was more familiar with the psychic aspect of things because um, I had seen, you know, Sylvia Brown on television. I had seen—I had seen a few other psychics on some of those, um, uh, some of those, what is it, unsolved mystery shows. So I, I knew what a psychic was. I just didn't fully understand what a medium was. Um, and even though I'd seen like the John Edwards show at that point, and I'd also seen ghosts, etc., I just didn't fully grasp it because people think psychics and mediums are the same thing, and they are not. A psychic is someone who can sense details and information um, that they wouldn't have had any way of knowing other than just tuning in through the minds, through the mental processes through your psychic senses medium is someone who basically connects with loved ones those on the other side and brings through that information so a psychic isn't necessarily a medium but all mediums are psychic because mediums are kind of like another 
layer or another version of a psychic. They just they just connect differently with the information and they're focused on specific, you know, specific connections with those in spirit. So uh, this was back when I was still a teenager. Um, and I, I, this is the earlier days because I, I was working at the time. So I did have a job, but I, I started working like as soon as I could work. So as soon as I turned like 16 or 17, I was already working. Um, and this one woman called me and she had mentioned to me, if I, well, she had asked me if I could connect with her husband who passed away. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I've never, I've never been asked to connect with those who have passed away. And I don't really know what that would, I don't really know what that would be like. I've never done it. I mean, I can try, but I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing there. You know, and, and I still was under the impression that when you connect with a spirit, you're like, you've got a spirit standing in front of you or you're seeing them or you're talking to them. And all the shows that I used to watch where there were psychics or, or mediums connected to spirits, they'd say, so-and-so is standing right next to you and they're wearing this color dress and they're they're looking like this. And, they're, and I'm just like, how do they see this? Like, how are they seeing things with their eyes? Well, they weren't. It's all in the mental eye. Most most mediums don't see actual people in front of others. They may see it in their mind's eye, but they may not actually see it with their physical eyes. Um, and I know a lot of people like, what do you mean? What do you mean? People can have experiences. I'm not saying people don't. Um, don't do that or people can't do that. I'm just saying most mediums don't operate that way. If they did, then, you know, if I could see a spirit and if it were that easy, then I would simply say, okay, everybody, we're going to use, we're all going to learn sign language. And so these are are the, these are the, this is the language, this is sign. And if you want to communicate, you need to use sign language. And that way I could just interpret what they want me to say verbatim instead of, um, instead of trying to, uh, figure it out through like, oh, what are you saying? I know you're standing there, but are you a little teapot? Are you making a little teapot? You know, like what me trying to figure out what they're saying, it doesn't make any sense. You know, if, I, if people could see them, then why not use sign language? That's just my thinking process. But, um, I got all off on sign language. <laughs> Let me get back. What was I talking about? Um, what was I referring to? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, this first time this woman called me, she wanted me to connect with her deceased husband. I said, I don't know. I'll give it a shot. See what happens. So we started, I started trying to connect and I just, I just basically closed my eyes and just opened myself up to whatever came. And it was the same way that I was doing my psychic readings, but I was doing it. I was just trying to see if maybe I could get some information that related to this woman's husband. Well, sure enough, I started having a memory surface and when the memory surfaced, it was a memory of my own cousin. Now, my cousin, this in this particular memory or visual in my mind, this cousin was a cousin who he was very much into Western wear. He would wear cowboy hats. He would wear like blue jeans and he would wear, um, he always wore cowboy boots. And I remember that. And so I was like, okay. And so this um, image came into my mind and I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And at, back then I didn't realize the significance of memories and how spirit or how your psychic abilities use your memories as a, as a form of communication or information. So I didn't understand that the memory meant something. I just thought, why am I seeing my cousin? And I, I didn't understand. And I was a little, I just didn't get it. And so I asked her, I said, does, is your husband, does he, is his name Nicholas or Nick? You know, she's like, no. And I was like, okay. 
And I said, well, because that was my cousin's name. So I thought maybe she, maybe I'm just seeing this because it's supposed to be, there's something, there's something that's supposed to match up. And I said, okay, does he, is he kind of like, does he like going to like parties and dances? And is he always dr- dancing and like boots, scootin' boogie and stuff? And she's like, no. I was like, well, okay. So then I was like, I, I was getting nervous and I was a little you know, put off by it. But I said, okay. And I started talking to myself and I'm like, God, like, please show me something that makes sense. I don't know what this means. I don't know what this means. Show me something that makes sense. And then I very specifically remember in the memory, a visual of my, my cousin's boots. And he had these ugly, just God awful, ugly boots. And they were like cream snakes, cream snake skin colored boots and they had like half beads sticking out of them and it was all over the boot and I I specifically remember that because like those are god-awful ugly but you know I thought to myself well I keep seeing that over and over and over again like there's something special about this boots and I said I have a question does did he ever wear these you know cream colored snakeskin boots with half beads sticking out of them because I keep being like fixated on these boots. And she's like, Oh my God. Yes. Those are his favorite boots. Those are his favorite boots. And I was like, okay, like who, who has, who has cream colored uh, snakeskin boots with a half bead sticking out? I'm like, okay. And I was like, um, okay. And then I just started to describe other things that were coming through. So that was my first like real, opportunity to connect with the spirit through mediumship for a client and uh i remember like it gave her so much peace and she she cried and because there were other things that came through that i I didn't know but um it it was interesting because i didn't even know what i was doing all i did was just try and then it used the same like the same processes that my psychic ability used so i was pretty blown away i was like wow i didn't realize i could do this um and that was my very first experience channeling and connecting with a spirit energy. Now, after that, I did have another experience, which was very different, nothing like that at all. Um, And I would say that the next experience I had was more like a possession than it was a a psychic, I mean, a, a spirit trying to channel through me. So when you're, you know, when you, when I'm channeling with a spirit, I am giving them permission to use my faculties. I'm giving them permission to use my body. If there's any sensations they want to give me, I'm more than welcome to them. If they want to use, they're welcome to using my mind, all of my thoughts, all of my memories. They're welcome to use all of that. Um, And so many times when a spirit is communicating with me and sharing that information, they are giving me details that have to do with their lives, but they're using my faculties. They're using my thoughts, my memories to make sense of the information. Um, same thing with my body, you know, sometimes I take on mannerisms that certain spirits will use and I don't realize it because I'm not, I'm not paying attention to myself. I'm only just being like myself and being like loose and whatever, however I function. And there are times where people have commented, you look just like, and when you were doing that, that's the way he would do it. Um, so it's pretty interesting that there are subtle forms of possession which is the, the spirit just taking me over taking my body and using it but it i never lose control i never lose the ability to to end a connection i never lose the ability to to do anything other than just receive and share it at my choosing um i don't feel forced in any way shape or form so i had an experience 
I think this was probably around the same time that I had been doing readings. Um, Because back then I also used to meditate a lot. I mean, like I would meditate so much, it was unreal. Um, And I would spend like a good hour or two a night meditating before I went to sleep. So um, in this particular occasion, I had meditated for approximately one or two um, hours. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep now. And I, before I went to sleep, I said, I I asked, I talked to God. I said, you know, God, show me what I'm capable of. Show me the extent of the kind of abilities that I possess or what I'm able to do with my ability. And so I remember back then I lived in a one bedroom apartment with my mom. Um, we were poor when we grew up, I grew up poor. So I wasn't used to having like a lot of space or a lot of my own room. I think I'd had that for like a little bit of time growing up, but most of my life I usually had to share space with somebody. Um, so I remember we had our living room. It was a one bedroom apartment. My mom had the bedroom. I, I slept in the, the living room area and I had a mattress on the floor and I, that's what I slept on as a mattress on the floor. And right in front was our television and our VCR. So I remember going to sleep. I went ahead and, you know, get on, got on the mattress on the floor and I was sleep asleep on my stomach. And, uh, I was, I went to sleep and I had dreams and I remember the dreams that why well, somewhat remember those dreams, but there was, I, I dreamt about, you know, belts for some reason. I was dreaming about wearing belts and being in, in different places, different people's houses wearing belts. But it was just a weird dream. It was a random dream. I had had no sense to it whatsoever. And then at the end of that, like, segment or the end of that dream, I felt this crazy sensation on my physical body. I, as I said, I was asleep. I had my hands below, you know, kind of underneath my chin, uh, asleep on my stomach. And I felt as if someone took a bucket of ice cold water and just dumped it across my entire back area. And it was so cold. I mean, it was so freezing cold and it hit with such force that I was just kind of like in shock and it immediately snapped me out of my dream because I remember I was dreaming and then I felt it and I came to and when I came to I opened my eyes and there in front of me I was staring at my television screen and at my VCR and my hands they pushed upwards almost like I was doing um, like a push-up except I was push I was doing a push-up almost like in a upward facing dog so if you've ever seen yoga there's that upward facing dog kind of like I'm arching my back downwards um, and I my hands are pushing me up um, and I was just looking up at the television and the and the VCR, just looking higher at it. But it was just so weird, and and it hit so quickly, and it was so cold, and I was just caught off guard. The next thing I remember, my eyes flashed as if someone had like flashed my eyes, almost like a camera. And then everything was in like monochromatic tones. Everything was blacks and whites and grays. So it almost felt like you're watching like a show in, in gray or in black and white, but there's grays. So everything was like that. And I didn't know where I was. And I remember being in this position where, first of all, I, 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 didn't recognize where I was at first, but now that I think back to it, I keep thinking back to my aunt's house. 
um, because she had this like living room area and then it was connected with the dining room area. And then you'd go into the hallway. There was a two, there's two bedrooms there. And so it was, oh, it's like a bungalow. It's an old style bungalow house. But I remember being on the floor of a, pro, of a house like that. And I was being dragged backwards and my legs were stretched out on the floor and all I could see, like my head was like just kind of leaning forward and just kind of like that. And, and all I could see was my body. And so I could see my body and I could see like my, what I was wearing, which I was wearing blue jeans and a red plaid shirt, which was kind of weird. Um, because I didn't, it was funny because now I am, I'm sitting here and I'm staring directly at my red plaid, um, robe so it's very similar to that but it was a red plaid shirt and it was almost like cowboy wear and then there was I was wearing blue jeans and I was just being dragged I don't even remember what kind of shoes I was wearing I just remember I was being dragged and I was and I felt like hands underneath my um, arms pulling me backwards and backwards and backwards and I as soon as I realized what was going on and what was happening I mean all I could see was where my my head was facing that's all I could see I couldn't move any of the limbs. I couldn't move myself. I couldn't like even, I couldn't do anything. Um, I couldn't even blink my eyes. I had no control over my eyelids. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was being dragged backwards and I freaked out. And then I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I almost felt like I was being dragged to my death. Like someone was about to drag me somewhere and chop me up or chop me up or do something. But I felt like someone was pulling me towards them. And I freaked out and I was like trying to snap out of it. And I thought, you know, this is I, I, this is a dream. It must be a dream. It must be a dream. And I tried to like shake my face, shake my, my head, shake my, my body. Nothing would move nothing would react and I couldn't even blink and I was like oh my god and like I had no control motor control so I was like oh let me try again let me let me snap myself out of this let me shake let me wake up and then I shook my head again and nothing happened just same thing I'm continuously being dragged but the third time I'm like no 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 like god and I and I clearly remember telling god like I can't, I'm not ready for this yet. Please don't let this happen. I don't want to experience this. I'm not ready for this yet. And I shook my head the third, or an attempt to shake my head a third time. And when that happened, immediately I, like my eyes flashed again. And when my eyes flashed, I was in that arched upward facing dog like position. And all I could see were the TV and the VCR right in front of me. And whatever that experience or whatever that sensation of something cold, like slamming into my back, whatever sensation that was, it like went in reverse and slammed out of my back, if that makes any sense. And then my whole body, my entire body felt almost electrocuted. Like there was just like surge of energy going through my body and I felt all these weird little sensations. And it almost reminded me of whenever you like your foot falls asleep or your thigh falls asleep and then your you 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 know you try to wake it up and it starts to tingle a little bit and it's all running through it that's what it felt like except it wasn't painful but it felt very weird and it was my whole body felt that way and i was just like oh my god what just happened like i didn't know what happened and i was so freaked out and i was so scared and i didn't know what had occurred And I immediately got up and I turned on the light because I was just freaked out. And I was like, fuck this shit. I'm not, I ain't going to sleep tonight. You know, so I literally, I I sat there just freaked out. I mean, just completely terrified under the covers. 
And um, I just waited and waited and waited and waited. Couldn't sleep. I think I, st- I was awake for another two hours, and then I finally fell back asleep. And I slept with the lights on, if that if, if, you, if that makes any sense. But I was just like, no, ma'am, I don't think so. So um, that was a crazy experience. Um, and I, to this day, I have suspicions of what that that was. Um, and I think it was God showing me that I would at some point have the ability to allow spirit to take me over and show me what they want to show me. Um, and so, you know, I do that to some extent this to, to this day, but not to that level, not to that extreme. But I also think that part of that has more to do with me channeling higher energies, you know, connecting with higher forms of, of beings and higher energies, Aja being one of them, which is my higher self, my God, my, my soul is named Zaja. So I think it's my way of prepping for that. And I think this was God showing me or the universe showing me, hey, this is what you're going to be able to do at some point, but it's going to feel like this. Like you're literally going to be like taken over and something's going to work through you. Um, And that's the closest thing that I would say was like a possession. Um, But, you know, and I look at it in retrospect, you know, everybody, people might think, oh, you know, you were possessed by evil. Um, or something, you know, took you over or this is evil or, or something like that. Um, no, I, I don't think I was possessed by evil. I don't think that this was some evil force um, or anything like that. I think this was just God answering my prayers, God showing me, universe showing me what would come one day. So I don't think this is evil at all. But because I was so scared, it's so easy. You know, anything that we're scared of as people, anything that we're afraid of or frightened of, we immediately st- throw into like the evil pile like oh it must be evil oh no you had this really scary experience it must be some evil form of evil it's not a lot of things that we experience are pretty normal you know paranormal experiences that a lot of people have but people automatically want to associate that with evil um and it's not people jump to conclusions too quickly when when dealing with that so um yeah that was what i would say was a possession (laughs) Now, when I when I think of these people, like when I think of like the movies, like The Exorcist and things like that, I mean, Hollywood has really done a number on all of us because it's made it seem like we are we get into positions where we can't have control over anything. Um, and when you go back and you know look back onto the experiences some people have had under possession, um, there are, I mean, you can only find negative stuff, right? When do you ever? When do you ever hear of positive possessions or positive experiences like that where, you know, someone, some, some special being or something healing happened through someone's body or someone's, you know, a spirit connected and helped others in that way? Um, honestly, I believe that we have positive possessions a lot more than we realize. And everybody wants to talk about the negative stuff, but people are actually possessed by positive things all the time. Sometimes children will become possessed by their loved ones in spirit because they want to show you a message or they want to share something with you um i know people who might be because may become possessed by guides or by angels because um and they act out in a form of like protection or saving others or helping others etc and it may be a very short period of time or a moment when this occurs but i believe that that happens you know sometimes when you hear the stories of you know a woman who 
was able to lift an entire vehicle um, to get it off her child. I believe that she was possessed by angelic energy or by, you know, spiritual energy helping her to make that happen. Um, so, I mean, it's it's very possible that people are possessed by angelic beings and by positive spirits regularly, but we only think about the negative stuff because there's everything that's scary or everything that people don't know is an evil thing. When it's not, it's not. Um, so if you ever felt like your being possessed or you're being um taken over i mean it could very well just be you channeling energy and not really experienced with that and you're missing some of the signals there um it's also possible you could have experienced like myself as well a lot of times i hate to say this but a lot of times people are suffering from a form of mental illness i mean you hear about these stories where someone thought that a devil possessed them or a demon possessed them and um it just it makes me sad because many times people in the Hispanic culture, people will believe curses before they go to like a doctor to get a physical. They'll think, oh, someone's cursed me. That's why I'm suffering instead of going to the doctor. And the doctor say, hey, FYI, your thyroid's messed up. You need some medication. Here, take this pill. It'll help you get better. Um, people will believe those things more than than going and dealing with like asking a doctor for help or checking to see if there's a logical explanation for things. It happens all the time. Um, it kind of makes me sad. And so a lot of times when people are going through a form of possession, quote unquote possession, um, I always propose that they go get checked out by a doctor or by a physician because it could be something very biological, very natural, very normal, um, but something that still needs to be taken care of by a doctor. When my mom became... Um, and she started having her first schizophrenic episodes. I remember she said she was hearing voices and she also felt the urge. They were telling her to stab people. So we had to live in the house with her and she was always in fear that she was going to wake up, walk over and stab one of us. Um, so it was, it was frightening to say the least. Um, very frightening. So, um, yeah, but that's, that's possession. That's that's the idea behind possession that people carry for the most part. So, well, I hope, guys, that my podcast today has helped you understand some things about the difference between spiritual communication and possession, or the potential of possession. Um, I love you all, and I want you all to stay safe, to stay intentional. Um, if you do any kind of psychic work, if you develop any in any way, shape, or form, make sure that you're asking for good things to connect with you. Make sure that you're you're trying to connect with the positive, with the light, because once you, you know, if you start to to uh, activate and start to draw to you negativity through your own choices. Um, that's that's a path that you know, probably may not even know how to deal with once it happens, or you may just get lost in all of that, and then you really start dealing with some real shit. So if you guys haven't seen my website, check it out. It's www.fernandamarone.com. You can also visit me on Facebook and also on Instagram and on YouTube. If you're you're on if you're not on YouTube, check my youtube channel i've got tons of content in there for you feel free to subscribe please subscribe because you'll you'll find out when i release new content um also i'm on um snapchat and also on twitter so you can find me on there sometimes as well thank you so much for tuning in everybody i love you all and i will see you next week okay bye-bye